Hello and welcome to the second channel of Tales from the Trip. I'm your host, The Trip Keeper, and on today's episode of Worst Combos, we are looking at LSD and Promethazine. Pretty interesting combo, if you ask me. I just did Promethazine the other day, prescribed by a doctor, passed the fuck out, and it was a great time uh, because I got to sleep. I have been sleeping a lot since I've been sick, but it got me right to fucking bed. I, I started drinking it. I actually sipped it with uh, 7-Up because I don't like the taste of cough syrup just to begin with. So I actually, I didn't do that just to you know, be with like, you know, what Lil Wayne does, but I just did it just because I wanted to get it down. I didn't want to have to you know, drink it. I just hate the taste of it. I just can't stand it. Now, maybe it tastes different because uh, this is promethazine. It's not DXM cough syrup, but hey, whatever. It was more fun. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a good time because I got 12 hours of sleep. But without further ado, uh, let's get this started. This report is called Dimension Shifter, LSD, Clonazepam, and Promethazine. 11.50 p.m. Lights have become, in my state of mind, liquids. Everything is no longer normal. My normal mindset is gone. I want this to stop, but I know in my mind it's not going to. Just with MDMA and LSD, once it is ingested, there's nothing you can do but ride it out. My room is completely dark other than my clock which poses the time in a green font. My ceiling has now become a white light panel. The entire ceiling is lit up as it is a giant light. Yet when I look to my side, it fades and I'm still in a black room. Alright, interesting start. No, no, uh, it's like a porno that goes right into the action. 12am to 2am. The trip has finally hit with full-fledged force. Lights are waterfalls, dripping onto the ground around me like a glow fluid. The ceiling fan is moving clockwise, but stops and shifts counterclockwise. My covers no longer feel like they are on my body. I feel the warm sensation of being curled up in my bed, but it almost feels as if I'm levitating in a warm magnetic field. Sounds are extremely distinguishable. I can no longer just hear sounds, but I can distinguish frequencies and wavelengths of different tones. Oh shit. The sounds have a reverb, reverb that echoes multiple times for about a minute after they happen. My walls are starting to become transparent. My mind knows my house so well that it is projecting what is on the other side of the walls, making it basically see-through. Now that's pretty cool. Imagine looking through your walls, dude. Dude, I can see my car from here. Oh my god. Um, where was this? <laughs> behind the wall that by... Behind the wall that by bed faces, okay, on the other side is my shower. The wall no longer exists and I can see straight to my shower. Shadows are playing tag. The clock is projecting dim light, making shadows of the bedside lights and other job objects such as drawers. They are all shifting around moving from wall to wall. Light tracers have become more than tracers. If I stare at my clock for a few seconds, I can look in a dark corner and still see the time, as bright as if, if I were staring directly at the clock again. My laptop light has a dim light, MacBook, that fades on and off as an indicator that it still has battery. It's no longer fading. The light is a constant white. If I take my phone screen, I can move it side to side and up and down and paint my entire vision white. <clears throat> it slowly fades away from where I first started to where I stopped, almost like a domino pattern. My perception of time is completely gone. My body and mind both feel like they are stretching in between multiple dimensions. I feel completely drugged, probably due to the large dose of anxiety medi medicine. I can feel the air. Not like when you are on a beach and feel a breeze, but I can cut my hand and feel a presence of gas. I'm no longer in a normal world. That's pretty fucked up, dude. Well, pretty cool, though. 3 a.m. Dimensions and time are shifting. I have no recollection of where I am or what is going on. I feel like I'm in a spatial void and I have no idea what to think. My mind is absolutely confused at this point to where I could, couldn't com complete my thoughts. 
I have been texting my friends at this point, explaining my trip, and them, and them texting me to keep me some sort of comfort. I can no longer text them anymore at this point. When I open up the new message option, the screen's features are shifting at rapid rates and speeds. Every time I click on one of the letters, it floats off the screen into the air in my room and fades, up and fades once it hits the walls. After stumbling and pressing every number and letter possible, my home screen is just a white page with no text, options, or buttons of any sort. Time is shifting. The numbers on the face of the clock are changing rapidly. They are all going through the course of 0-9 to like a slot machine. I no longer have a sense of the time because I can't even understand my own clock. I'm shifting around the room and the ceiling. My bed isn't against the same wall. I'm facing a complete opposite direction each minute. My bed also has gone from being on the floor to the ceiling, and now the carpet is the ceiling, and the fan is beneath my feet. It is thundering and lightning outside, and I can feel the sound waves and vibrations all over my body to the core of my bones. The reverb of the thunder lasts several minutes, and the light of lightning isn't a quick flash anymore. When it happens, the brightness stays, and slowly fades minutes after. Um, this shit sounds kinda cool, I might try it. My heart rate has come down to a significant stable level, as I have accepted my trip and now I'm slightly more or less enjoying it. Patterns are all over the place and I can vividly see textures surrounding me. Lights are spinning just like fans and giving off pulses. I can see waves of lights in every direction I look. Keep in mind I'm in totally a black room, but it feels like all of my walls are LED panels and my room is lap rapidly changing colors. Every time I verbally speak, I do not hear the words until my sentence is finished, as if someone was repeating what I was saying after I was done. Put in the comments if you had that experience before. That's definitely happened to me on shrooms. I can't understand anything. I no longer know where I exist, what I am, or who I am. I'm very educated in the field of science and astronomy, so the intelligence is, proje is projecting spatial images and stars and such everywhere. I feel like I'm floating throughout the realm of space and time. Alright. 4am. The trip is slowly, slowly starting to decrease. My mind is coming back to my body as I am piercing together myself in my room and I can now figure out who I am. I am collecting all my thoughts as if all my years of learning are being crammed into my mind in a 30 minute period. I am relearning everything as if I was just reborn. I am completely drugged. I have had enough depressants and sleep medicine to tranquilize a horse, but I am still awake, yet I, can't, yet I can feel the depressant in its entirety. I get up to go to the bathroom because I haven't peed in several hours. I avoid looking into the mirror because I know that I will get lost in it. As I turn around after I'm done peeing, I catch a glimpse of the mirror. I try as hard as I can not to, but I end up staring at it. Number one rule on acid or any psychedelic, don't look in the mirror. I don't know what it's called, but I'm seeing one of those infinity type images. I can see myself hundreds of times like I'm looking through a tunnel, and I can see the frame of the mirror multiple times as well. Dude, I do that shit sober, that shit is fucking cool. This is a complete mind trip, so I stop so I stop staring and return to my bed. So I stop staring and return to my bed. He said a return to my bed, sorry. Every time I touch my sheets, instead of feeling a fabric, my fingertips can feel each and every single thread. I can distinguishably feel the texture of the thread. 5 to 7 a.m. My body and mind have returned. The sense of time and awareness of where I am has also returned. I know where I am, who I am, and I can finally realize that I'm just in my dark room inside of my house. This trip was the most intense I have ever experienced, even more so than my previous trip on half a strip of acid in the past. Patterns are still shifting, but it's not intense it, but it's not intense enough to not realize that this is just a chemical shifting my vision. Lights are still quite watery, and I can still hear lights and see sounds. Yes, hear lights and see sounds. I'm okay at this point. I fully accepted my trip and I'm no longer scared of what is present. Patterns are crazy and I'm playing some new funk slash electronic music that is very pleasing. 
I've never heard music in such a vivid form as this. I'm relaxed and laying in my bed enjoying the comfort and security of my covers. 7.40 a.m. I finally pass out. The depressants and sedatives have beaten the trip. 10 a.m. I wake up describing my trip to my friends as best as I could. I can type this experience up, but there's no words to describe it. This is one trip that is a life changer, and I will never forget this. Now, that was a pretty, pretty interesting trip. That was listed under difficult experiences. While I think that was definitely difficult and could be, it would definitely have been a train wreck for me, for sure, uh, if I was experiencing that. But for people who are experienced psychonauts, that's another day, you know, that's another day, another dollar. But people like me, yeah, this would be terrifying. Um, but wow, yeah, promethazine is crazy. Uh, and mixing it with LSD is just, I mean, that's wild because that's like, those are two drugs you you wouldn't know that you would mix. You know, that's just that's just pretty insane. Um, so yeah, that was that was fucking LSD and promethazine. Um, pretty fucking cool. Um, I might have to try that shit. I got 20 milliliters left. Um, shit, I might have to get some LSD now. I know I had some left over, but I don't know what happened to it. I know I was taking a bunch of microdoses like two years ago. And uh, I don't know what happened to it. Uh, it was pretty cool though, the orange sunshine shit. Uh, there was like glitter in it. It definitely was acid. There's people at my uh, people around me who said I I shouldn't take it because it wasn't acid. But let me tell you, it definitely felt like it. So uh, probably wasn't the original orange sunshine from the fucking 60s, but still pretty fucking cool nonetheless. I've never I've never taken a tab like that before. It's literally it was orange and it was like there was a convex in it. Um, and yeah, it was really cool, but yeah, that was, uh, LSD and promethazine. This is like when you mix, uh, Lil Wayne and Terrence McKenna together. So if you enjoyed that, please give this a like as it helps out a lot and, uh, more videos on the way, I guess. All right. Have a good one. Hello and welcome to the second channel, Tales from the Trip. I'm your host, The Drunk Trip Keeper, and on today's video, I'm going to be reading a story involving Prozac and Zopaclone. Now, I don't know about this combination, but this is not something you want to do. I'm pretty fucking drunk right now. I've had a couple drinks in me, so this is going to be interesting to fucking read. Um, this is called Painful Memories, uh, and it's by this fucking guy named Blink. All right, he... He blinks a lot. He blinks like 50 times a second. Like, you ever blink that much? I don't blink that much. He took 300 milligrams of Prozac, which is fucking insane. I was on 10 milligrams of it. I don't even, I don't remember how much I was on, but it wasn't that much. And I started feeling like shit. I don't like Prozac. Um, fuck Prozac. I got off of it pretty quickly. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. And 25 milligrams of Zopaclone. Zopaclone. Uh, am I saying that right? I don't care. Uh, 25 milligrams is that a lot? I'm not familiar with Zopaclone. I've heard of it. Um, I've been wanting to do trip reports on it, but I'm not sure if that's a lot. Um, this is just pure entertainment, the story. And also a little bit of harm reduction, I'd say. Um, but I'm a little drunk, so I don't know what I'm doing right now. And two shots of alcohol. Uh, I can fucking, I can do that shit. We're drinking right now. Alright, we're going to start reading this. And they're 150 pounds. Wow. Way to tell me your weight. 
This report details one of the lowest points I've reached in my life. And I hope that it finds its way to somebody in that some place, in that same place, so they won't have to take the same path that I did. Okay, they're, they're, they're getting ready to uh, tell you that you shouldn't do this. From the time I was in grade 6, I had been taking varying dosages of Prozac and at, some, and at some point switching to Paxil on and off again for six and a half years. During this time, I was also taking Ritalin and controlled release Ritalin, but stopped taking them going to my last year of high school. Around this time, I also began going into a deep depression and in extremes became suicidal. Late September of 2001. Oh shit, we know what happened that month. I went for a scheduled checkup with my family doctor to have my dose of generic Prozac fluoxetine increase from 40 milligrams to 60 milligrams and to renew a separate sleeping pill prescription, Imovane. Never heard of that drug. Uh, interesting though. Before the increase in dosage, I was taking four 10 milligram pills daily. My doctor and I agreed taking six pills each morning was excessive, so we switched from 10 milligrams to 20 milligram capsules. Wow, I'm glad they switched uh, four 10 milligram capsules to two 20 milligram capsules. What a big difference. That evening at about 10 p.m., I measured my dose. I forgot about the change in dosage units, took my regular four pills for a total of 80 milligrams, 20 milligrams more than the maximum recommended daily doses. Um, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't take more than one pill. That's just me, though. Upon realizing my error, I thought out loud, well, I've gone this far. Why not go for it? I took five of my sleeping pills with an unknown amount of alcohol, no more than two shots at most, and took further 10 to 12 Prozac, then went to sleep. The rest of this report is both a patchwork of my own fragmented memory and third-party accounts I solicited after the, after the fact from friends. I remember nothing about that night or the quality of sleep, if any. I awoke at 8 a.m. and out of habit managed to dress myself and get out of the door, in time to catch my bus at 8.15 a.m. I boarded the bus and stared outside the window with my memory alternating between recording 5 seconds of memory then blanking for another 5. I began to feel ill but held down the vomit for almost the entire duration of the bus ride. Near the end of the ride to school, literally only 30 seconds away from the school, I couldn't hold it in any longer. By a cruel twist and lock, I had I had seated myself in one of the two only emergency exits and proceeded to lift the red handle, push the window outwards, and, evacu and evacuate the contents of my stomach across the side of the moving bus. Holy shit. I closed the window and looked to my left. I either terrified or shocked the girl seated next to me in into standing in the aisle for the few remaining moments on the bus. As it came to a rest, I made my way off and apologized to the driver for the inconvenience, inconvenience I caused her and offered to clean it. I don't know if she answered me because my next memory flashes to the inside of the school. Wait, so this guy fucking drank before school? Mixed some Prozac and Zopaclone? I don't know. This is a little intense. I wouldn't drink that early. I found myself in the washroom alone, looking into the mirror, squeezing non-existent blemishes, feeling a strange full-body shiver. I left the washroom and slumped down across the hallway, facing its doors. I had sat down next to some acquaintances of mine and struck up a conversation about something nonsensical. After about a minute of trying to talk with them, the first bell rang. The next bell would ring in five minutes, signaling the beginning of first class. 
Around this time, I pulled my right sleeve back and showed one of the group what was apparently self several self-inflicted puncture wounds, as well as five or six large safety pins going into and coming out of my skin. Strangely, there was very little blood. Hmm. The group I had been seated with were understandably shocked and left and left me sitting on the hallway floor. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a sight to see, I'll tell you that. I made my way to my locker and attempted to open the lock holding the door shut. After several unsuccessful attempts, I laid down in front of my locker and went to sleep. How long I lay there, I don't know. At some point, one of my friends found me on her way to her own locker nearby and put my arm over the back of her shoulders to me and stumbling to the front office. Once there, I asked the office attendants not to call for an ambulance, urging that they instead call my mother. For whatever reason, they agreed to, and after nodding in and out of consciousness in the office chair for 20 minutes, she arrived. I got in the rear seat of the car and explained I had the flu, took my medication on an empty stomach the night before, and hadn't had any water. She drove me home and, she drove me home and went back to work. At 11 a.m., I was at home again in my bed, nursing a bottle of water and crying due to the pain in my midsection. After this experience, I swore off sleeping pills and Prozac, opting instead to solve my problems on my own without the aid of medication. Not something that every can, not something that everybody can do, but something I have thus far been able to accomplish. To this day, I have difficulty looking in the eyes of people who saw me that day, especially the acquaintances of, especially the acquaintances who saw the puncture wounds. Every time I see their eyes change, I can see a mixture of fear and discomfort as they relive the same moments I could barely remember. I managed to come out of this, this experience with no lasting effects, save a few gray scars beyond the shame and social stigma of being a cutter-slash-self-mutilator. It seems to me as though I was simply, simply delirious and amnesiac and was nowhere near close to dying. I may be wrong in that assertion, but the mental scarring is still fresh three years later and has yet to begin healing. Hopefully this gives some insight into the self-destructive behavior that high-dose Prozac has brought out in me. Reading it back to myself years later, all I can do is shudder. Well, that was a fucking story, wasn't it, guys? I mean, you might need a drink to that one. Um, now, mixing antidepressants with any fucking drug is not a good idea. Um, when I was on Zoloft for a little bit and drinking alcohol, dude, I would drink one beer and I'd feel fucking... Like, I'd be drunk. And it usually takes me, like, a couple beers couple like a probably a mixed drink to you know feel something but with Zoloft and I mean I didn't even try on Prozac I, I wasn't drinking for a while um but I got back into it again and um drink every one a uh, couple times a week and when I did I wouldn't not take my medication because I did it every single day um I would notice that I would get drunk really fast so um I'm off the weekend, that's why I'm fucking drinking now, and um, I don't even know if I'm going to regret putting this up later because of what I'm, what I'm saying right now and how bad I'm messing up, but uh, that's what we're going to fucking do. Uh, we're, we're, we're here to the end, and uh, this is this is what you got to see. This is how the, the Trip Keeper is on a fucking Thursday night at 9.47pm. Um, yeah, I'm reading the clock as it goes. Um, but... That was a fucking interesting story. I like reading SSRIs and shit. I think those are some of the most interesting stories that I, I can read on this channel. Uh, well, on my main channel, I like reading these. Um, but for this one, this channel is good too. Uh, this and inhalants and delirants. I mean, how could you not like these? It's just 
pure, real, real life. And it's awesome. But sad. It's sad. Alright, uh, if you enjoyed this video, please give it a like, and we'll be back. Um, this is the first time I've ever been, like, actually drunk. When I did the drunk questions uh, a couple weeks ago, I was just tipsy. I had, a, I had like, two beers. I was not drunk. I was just did that for clickbait. <coughs> Still fucking sick. Not gonna edit that out, because I don't give a fuck. Um, Alright, have a good one.